completely new invented industry, right? It's, it's my favorite industry in the world. It, these, these guys who basically go around to large companies and tell them how, basically scare them by going, are you ready for like a, you know, a nuclear attack or a terror attack or a flood? We'll look after it if you aren't. That kind of stuff. Basically, army guys with a very vivid imagination scaring the shit out of corporate types, right? <laughs> going into people and going, are you ready for a killer bee attack? And the CEO of Woolworths going, what the fuck would killer bees want in Woolworths? And they go, pick and mix. Fuck it, you're right. Uh, it's a brilliant industry. It's a superb industry, right? But it is that kind of stuff. Like we'll talk to people and hopefully things will occur and it'll be great because things will occur tonight that didn't occur last night when we're here and won't occur when the next thing that we do after this, right? The different things occur every night. I don't have a title for the show. There is a show, but there isn't just me like, hello, hello. We don't all get a turn, right? But, uh, but there is a show, but like, I don't have a title for it. I was going to call the show, You Had To Be There. And half of that was so that in a week's time, people would see the posters and go, ah, fuck. But the other half was that, you know, stuff will occur tonight that won't occur on any other night, and you'll shout things out and I'll react to them and we'll create fantastic stuff that won't occur on any other night. And that's the joy about live comedy. Live comedy is different every night. If you buy Superbad or Anchorman or something on DVD, you'll get a brilliant funny thing, but the same one each time. Whereas here, it'll be different. And I'm trying to reclaim that phrase, because I know, I know that most of us use, you had to be there, as a bit of a get-out clause, when an anecdote hasn't quite kicked off as royally as you thought it was. <laughs> Do you know when you're going, how was in the pub last night? It was magical. Mick put a pint glass on his nose and ran around going... You had to be there. So without any random choice, what's your name, sir? Matthew. How are you, Matthew? How are you? Matthew, are you a local, are you? I'm not. You're not a local. There's an air of mystery already about you, Matthew. Where are you from? How far have you travelled, Matthew? live in Reading. You live in Reading? And you've come in for the gig? Oh, yeah. You've come for the gig? But I did Reading. Like there was a theatre in Reading. That makes no sense at all. This kind of, don't feck with my, like the idea of, I tour, I go to you. That's surely the way it has to work. If, if I, if I thought you were just gonna come to me, I wouldn't have bothered leaving the house, right? Uh, if I thought, if not all they had to do was go to a hilltop and go, and then you just flock towards me. Jesus, I fucking drove on that M4 for up to 45 minutes to get down to that town. <laughs> and what do you do in Reading, my friend? Proposal manager. You're a proposal manager? Because some guys just, they no, no fear of commitment. <laughs> what kind of proposal do you manage? Engineering company. Engineering company, for an engineering company. What kind of stuff do you make? You make big things, small things, tiny things. What do you make? Oil refineries. Oil refineries in Reading. <laughs> Reading is about. 400 miles inland. Surely your first proposal would be, move the fucking company to the shore. Surely that's the first thing you could do. And this is an estimator. Surely you wandering around with a divining rod in the middle of Wiltshire or whatever county it's in. I'm not sure exactly. Is it Wiltshire? Is Reading in Wiltshire? It's Barcher. Oh yeah, yeah, right. Pick on the guy. Have you heard the accent? I'm not from around here, right? I haven't learnt off all the counties, all right? Yeah, okay, in Yorkshire, where you're from, right? Uh, <laughs> with the is, is, where's the nearest oil to you? The nearest oil? The nearest oil? Yes, sir. Yeah, in a garage, thank you very, very much. <laughs> People are queuing up to give out to you for this ridiculous business plan. This <laughs> Complete strangers are giving out to you at this stage. Like, is there any oil near you? Not really, no. Not really, no. It's a rather relaxed job you've got for yourself, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> So what do you do in Tenerife? I look after the polar bears. Uh, <laughs> Jesus, that's 
you kept busy. Nah, you know, I get a lot of time to do whatever I want. Uh, to be honest, it's quite relaxing the whole thing. Like, have you done one in Aberdeen? Have you? No. No, you're not. Because that seems to be the closest one really to where you are here. Aberdeen, brilliant town, fabulous place. Two industries, right? Uh, which is oil and lap dancing. Uh, there are two major economies in Aberdeen, are oil and lap dancing. Basically, half of them take it out of the ground and the other half rub it on themselves. Uh, so it's, it's just fantastically circular. It's very ecological uh, as a whole thing, like whatever. That's, no, it's great. Fantastic. Well, thank you for taking the long journey down. Pick a number between one and ten. Four. You're going to go for four? One, two, three, four. How are you, Sarah? You're well. It could have been any other number, right? And we will judge you on whether or not this work works out well, right? Because God knows. What's, what's your name, sir? Paul. Hiya, Paul. Paul, where are you from? You're from here. Fulham. You're from Fulham? Well, Limerick originally. Well, Limerick originally, yeah. I'm beating you down here, aren't I? You're getting slowly... The more questions I ask, you're driving yourself further away. I'm actually not off this planet. And you'll rip a head off and you're going... It'll just be antennae flapping wildly in every direction.